welcome to another episode of Diary of a Wannabe Comedian with me, Belfin, a wannabe comedian. I'm feeling so much better. I've still got a horrible cough, but I'm so much better than I was. I'm feeling like doing stuff again. Also, the works have been completed in my bedroom. So I think I mentioned that the upstairs neighbour decided to do nothing about his leaky radiator. And I paid the price for that. And it's taken almost a year to get those works done. But they're looking okay, looking good. It's not perfect, but it's over, it's done. I can now move on with my life. As for comedy, I have been getting into Ross Noble's comedy. So while I was ill, I started watching The Australian Apprentice. And Ross Noble was in it. And I don't really know much about him as a comedian. I've seen bits and pieces and I always thought he was quite amusing. But the man's crazy. When he was on Apprentice, he's absolutely crazy. And I I don't want to say anything because I don't want to do any spoilers. Because he was earning money. Well, they were all earning money for charity. So, And he was just so passionate about his charity. And then I've watched some clips of his comedy... And it's amazing how he makes reference to this charity long before he actually got the services. I know this sounds very cryptic, but basically his house burnt down in Australia in the bushfires. And his charity was the Salvation Army. And yeah, very passionate and quite an emotional guy, but absolutely bonkers. Some of the ideas he came up with were just crackers. There was one where... He was selling sand, basically, and he just built this whole narrative and built all these products. (laughs) And he built this curse to sand, and he was selling that, which was basically sand in an envelope, and people were buying it. It was brilliant. Anyway, really great fun. But as a consequence, I've been watching loads of his comedy on YouTube, and that made me think, oh, I wonder, even though I know he lives in Australia, I wonder if he tours here go online lo and behold he's actually touring at the moment so I could have even seen him this weekend I could have gone to Birmingham seen him this weekend but I found some London dates in March booked tickets I'm very happy about that his comedy is amazing though because he doesn't appear to have a script I mean some of it I think is scripted but generally the stuff I've seen online he is literally bouncing off the audience and so very much improv which I'm always amazed and impressed by people that can do that. And also, his stuff is just odd. You know, people are laughing, but it's just so surreal, some of his comedy. (laughs) But anyway, it's enough to make me want to go and see him in London at the Palladium. I saw Ricky Gervais there. Speaking of Ricky, he's doing more gigs at the moment. He's obviously developing a new show And I keep trying to get tickets and hopefully I'll be in time tomorrow. But I literally log in and I, as soon as I get to the front of the queue, it says, or as soon as the tickets open, it says you are 1,952 in the list. And it's like, yeah, I'm never going to get there. So, because you're just, when you queue, you're just assigned a random place. And I've never been put at the front. I can't complain. I mean, I did see him, what, three, four times last year. So I can't really complain, but I would like to see him again because I think he's very funny. Speaking of Ricky, one time that I went to see him, he was supported by Josh Pugh. And that's the first time I've seen Josh and he was very funny. In fact, twice I think he's been supported by him. And then I went to see Josh up at Angel. I saw his, you know, his hour long show. Very good. Very enjoyable indeed. 
But what I've noticed, he's doing some voiceover work. And at the moment, he's doing an advert for the lotto. And I went to the cinema today. I'll come back to that. But basically, I've seen this advert on the TV. And he talks about this guy. He makes reference to who's going to win the lottery. Is it going to be this guy who only eats scampi in even numbers? And that's what he says on TV. Now, the one I saw today at the cinema says... Exactly that, but then also says, for some reason. Now, why would they cut that out of the TV version? I, you know, I, I think about these things. <laughs> I know I'm a bit sad, but these things bother me. Why have they done that? So it's the same advert, but they've just done two takes on the narrative, the voiceover stuff. Hmm, something to think about. Anyway, I went to see the Bob Marley movie, and it was okay. I know a little of Bob Marley's story, and I think that probably helped me because I'm not really sure you'd understand the movie if you didn't know anything about Bob Marley, to be honest. It was, yeah, a little bit disjointed and broken, I felt. But maybe that's because I had too much sugar. <laughs> I bought a big bag of jellies and ate the lot, and so I was pretty buzzing by the end of the movie. Anyway, I would recommend it. I mean, his music was good. His music was brilliant. But, yeah, hard to really follow the story through, I think. I didn't realise he was so young. I, well, I knew he was quite young, but I didn't realise he was so young when he died. 36? 36, that's no age. When I think about what I've done in the last, I'm not going to tell you, but quite a few years since I was 36. <laughs> Much love and gratitude. 